0: I'm not the problem, society is dysfunctional. Alright, we are live. We got, uh, wow. my buddy I'm Matt, alive. this
1: is like his fourth or fifth time on the fucker show. Uh, horrible man. We got, uh, <laughs> yeah. people have been excited about this guest, James Humphreys,
2: everybody's wondering where the hell he went. <laughs> well, uh, man, I wow. was in a couple factories and, uh, I, I started working at Angio and I got Angio and, uh. I went to another, yeah, I did another, uh, I was working at basically three restaurants, narrowed myself down, Now I have two, Um, yeah, just a a restaurant guy, I really love the life, you know, working later at night, hurting my feet, but getting the job done, gives me time to study, and I heard you were a bartender, I was working on it, you were working on it, I'm still working on it, mixologist, is that the term, yeah, it's, you know, I got a bunch of books, started reading up, I uh. <laughs> I said she'd be on the page called Dave'd and Confused. She says that's not spelled right. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> I don't
1: think Dave is a word. <laughs> <laughs> official
0: though, we I have a shirt. <laughs> So you've always been known to really argue your point on things. That's is why this is
1: a great opportunity to have you in here.
2: This is an odd uh,
0: thing this evening because uh, play it now. Okay, there we
2: go. Press this, but I'm just going to do this real quick.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Take your time.
1: James Humphreys is watching. Hi, James.
2: It's really weird to watch. How do I share? Share to group? Yeah. Is that what I press here? Share to group? Or share to everybody?
0: Yeah, you share it to your whole... your page, and then everybody will see it. And I'm going to share the Twitch with people. Hold on. Press the
2: share button. Post, post, posting. There we go. All right. Sheridan's there you post. go. All right. So, yeah. I love how I can take a drink, put it down, look over <laughs> here, look, look over there. here. I, I, I see, see myself take a drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thirty seconds later, it's like.
1: Well, they have to have a delay in case somebody decides to do something like messed up and like cut themselves on TV or something.
2: There he is. There he is. Look at that guy. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So I, you know. This is funny, because you talk about how I, I like to argue my point, and it's true, but this was interesting when I dove into it. I felt like... Well, it's a huge topic. Oh, yeah. Well, legalizing a bunch of stuff, but... Even I'm,
1: just marijuana, we'll start with that. How's that?
2: Well, I've come into a room where I think we all have the same consensus about that. Like, it's...
1: I don't The only topic smoke.
2: I choose, it, right, I don't, I don't I, I, smoke I don't, don't smoke pot,
1: um, which is, and I had, a, I had a reason why... And it's actually a downside to the whole legalization thing. So I don't smoke because I have an adverse reaction to it. I get extreme, extreme paranoia to the point where I feel like, I don't know if I'm breathing, uh, 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 the, the, the fan will sound like a helicopter or a machine gun fire. Like, I, I tweak the fuck out. Like, I don't know if I'm going to wake up, and then I'm worried that my fiancé is going to leave me, and because I'm not going to, like, wake up to bring her to the theater. This is what happened. So last <laughs> August, I was in a state where Here it was it legal, in Massachusetts,
2: Yeah.
1: and I smoked at the hotel, did the, the liquid for the first time. Dude, it it took me four hours to get back to my room. And then I, I, fucking tweaked. I was like, oh my god! I was like, am I gonna wake up to bring her to Six Flags in the morning? Am I gonna, am I, am I gonna sleep? How long am I gonna be high for? I'm like, oh my god! Am I breathing right now? And her like, <laughs> her iPod was playing a fucking fan like, and I started, I started, started, started going. I'm like, oh my fucking god! I was like, I'm fucking nuts. I thought I was going fucking crazy. So,
2: there are adverse reactions to it. Sure. I mean, one year. I mean, one time I can remember, way, way, way back. 15 years I got I made the mistake of pulling off the side of the road somewhere up like in Warrensburg It's was with an ex-girlfriend and a couple of her friends and we smoked up something serious and I didn't even really think it hit me you know like all right let's go home I get on the north way and I start driving down you know from Warrensburg down to you know exit 18, 19. It's downhill. It's completely downhill. So as I'm coming around and I start going downhill. and I'm just driving like this. I started feeling like my feet was down, and I felt like the car was falling off of the planet. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? I was so scared. And I finally, like, after I dropped her off at home, I was going back to my parents' house, and I was p- driving uh, that road between Sherman and Luzerne, where the firehouse is. I was driving that, and I saw the stop sign. I stopped for it like 120 feet before the stop sign. I'm like, it's time to hang it up. This is oh, this yeah. is it. I can't do that. And I feel like I'm doing
1: like you know 100 miles an hour. I'm doing five. Yeah. I feel like I'm like light <laughs> speed, and I'm like, oh, my God, I should slow down. And you're like, oh, maybe I should go the speed limit.
2: Now, the, the problem is um, people, I've known way too many people that are not only functional, but I used to know a kid that would would smoke up before work god he was completely functional so fast and i don't know whether he just got used to doing this before he worked and you know that's like just his natural state is being high but he did it and he did it super well so not to mention all the videos you see of people using cbd oil or people using thc that uh drastically helps with seizures so there's a and difference epilepsy.
1: between legal marijuana and CBD oil There really is there's a big difference it's true so CBD actually has very few adverse reactions right and it's just a medical it's more medical than anything else now there are there's a difference between that and THC medical and THC recreational the THC medical is way higher grade you're talking states for cancer rheumatoid arthritis um, breast cancer. Um, so there's, there's a huge difference in between all of these. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm for the full legalization across the board. I really mm-hmm. am. Um, I, I feel more safe with other people smoking marijuana and getting behind the wheel than I do if I drink and get behind the wheel.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I really do. More people are cautious. There's a lot... But here's the other thing. Uh, I, also re- uh, I told you I, w- I watched that study. Until recently, they've never done a study to see how many vehicular accidents are related to marijuana It have never that, actually tested it and, and now it's a now it's a curiosity that's
2: that's the tip of the iceberg now because yeah. it's not even that you i spent time st- looking all over online because marijuana is considered a class one or grade one narcotic no one can essentially legally do surveys or analysis yeah. or tests on it It's limited to very few universities. There's, like, the the FBI and the ATF have one place that grows it for research in Louisiana. One place that legally grows marijuana for research. And it's not even legal
1: in Louisiana yet. Uh,
2: Right. And, you know, I feel like, aside from the legislation and the mindset on a political level, it's so 1940, 1950 about it. It was 1940 or something that was a Marijuana
1: Stamp Act, right?
2: I think so. Yeah, this is the it '30s or '40s. Back.
1: It was way, way back.
2: I mean, and there's two. I've I've researched two different reasons why it was outlawed. One had to do apparently Actually, with. I think it was banned during uh, prohibition. So it was like the 1920s then. Yeah. yeah. It but it had to do with a couple things. One was apparently a something about kind of a xenophobia, a fear of Mexicans because of the possible <laughs> spread of communism. That was, that was like one reason. It was like, let's target all these things together, and there you go. Um, and the other reason someone told me once was how to do with paper companies, where they would own thousands and thousands of square acres of land, but because hemp grows six times as fast in any region and you can make paper out of it, Well, hemp it was the original out of business
1: Yeah, our, our Declaration of Independence is written on hemp.
2: Yeah, so you, you have so <laughs> Look many... Look how long that's lasted. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point it's good paper but <laughs> you, have, you have so many things that are just uh, across the board you have two lobbyist organizations essentially that pushed hard to make it outlawed and you know even in the 70s like Nixon's administration told him there's literally no reason why this should be illegal still we should just legalize marijuana at level, or decriminalize it at least he said, absolutely not. Because it was actually a way for federal officials to be able to raid and crash any sort of organized peace movement organization or Black Panthers organization so you could say, look, you're a criminal. And that was just their their way of kind of oppressing people. And now it's still around. Like, Isn't that crazy? Dad, Because, I mean, I, I did research on opioid deaths, and you know. Oh, that's a tough one. I want to touch that, that one matter.
1: later. I, we got to separate all of that. So save that one, because that's so a big one for me.
2: My page on marijuana. <laughs> um, well, let's Research. go through it. Yes. And, <laughs> see? So I started by looking up, um, and once again, because there aren't studies or statistics about things, you'll see huge patches where people haven't done work because they don't.
1: Most of our research is not from the United States. Most of our oh, right. research is from Canada, yep. where it is illegal medicine. There, there are doctors prescribing it, and, if my and wife have is, been for like a if decade. If my wife
2: is able to watch this somehow, she'll see that I'm going to mention all of her friends, all of her friends online that she plays games with her. From be Canada. careful. <laughs> and they, as long as they won't be mad. No, they. Canada legalized and. Um, yeah. Let's just so much say propaganda
1: that, uh, surrounds the reasons on why it's illegal. Yeah. Yes. That's uh my friend Pete. He's from the UK.
2: It's it's for just... madness, man. <laughs> madness.
1: Well, we More. know it's a way of keeping people scared too. Uh, yes. I mean, uh, yeah. like I've been doing a lot of research on other things too, and the and like, uh, I'm be- I like the, the 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 black metal scene, right? Yeah. And uh, the early the late 80s, early 90s was the Satanic Panic. We blamed it. Uh, was it a uh, one of the news that was at 2020 blamed everything on Satan. Of course. It's like, oh, there's a murder, it must be Satan. They got so there's mad when cold. Manson just...
2: went on TV and he was so articulate. Yeah. yeah. And they're all like, no, it's just it's bad. And they're like, no, it's music. Oh, yeah, Marilyn oh, my Manson was a genius. Music, run away. <laughs> For anybody watching this right now, if I'm looking at whatever screen, camera, just yeah. Facebook up there, do, Twitch is do there. Do us a favor, go on YouTube or try to find it somewhere online. Watch Reefer Madness if you really want to laugh. As much as possible, <laughs> and then so take ridiculous. a step back and sit there <laughs> and feel sad to yourself that you're you're visualizing something that was created as pure propaganda. That there are still some people I'm not going to mention states Indiana that really <laughs> believe this still. And wasn't that where they had the rights. raid on the
1: CBD oil?
2: I don't know. The there's cop a, heard
1: that you guys are selling illegal merchandise here, and like raided the store and shut it down and arrested There's a white guy that people. lives in the
2: White House that seems to be a little mindless about it calls his wife mother. I mean, we all know what we're talking we're, we about. We were but talking but about it in <laughs> New York,
1: legalizing. Like
2: uh, there was, so th- This is it's, what it's I noticed still on happened. The books. I mean, well, it's... this is
1: what I noticed happened. There was the run for governor. Mm-hmm. The guy who was running against Cuomo, I can't remember his name. You might remember. I'm not big into uh, politics myself. Dick Tracy, myself. I don't know. Dick Tracy, yeah, exactly. Dick Cheney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he was for legalization. Cuomo realizes he was in danger because New York State wants it. So he's like, oh yeah, I- I'm for it too no no that, that was the primary the democratic primary it was uh, the actress from uh, Sex and the City Sex and the City Are you serious? Yes. so somebody wanted yeah, to actress. actually scared the shit out of him because yeah. and he changed his whole mindset on yep. it and now that he won now he's like well we've got some other important things we need to deal with before we finalize this yeah. my,
2: my issue my biggest issue with Cuomo um, is exactly that He's, he's always put in the position of this, and to be honest, he creates policies and platforms sometimes that are genuinely what is the constituency of the state wants, which is good. And he's willing to change his mind, that's what I appreciate about him. But you're right, when it comes to, you hit that kind of political wall, and as soon as he overcomes it, you know, whether it's priority one or whatever, it goes right on the back burner, because... He either doesn't care or he feels like something else. smoke. Billy works.
1: Rivers says, uh, "Obviously, legalize Are there that many against at this point? I don't know if there's that many against it, but what, uh, like I said, I'm not a smoker. None of us really smoke, and we're for it. But the the question is, is now that they are doing it more legal and opening it more and more and more, they are realizing there are." some things that they overlooked or didn't even see because it had been restricted for so long
3: mm-hmm.
1: like um another one i found out was so it does help certain forms of cancer it even helps some forms go backwards into remission or even eliminate it with like and then and then there's uh so there's some forms of breast cancer where it helps that right oh, yeah. and this is like the big one they talked about but there's other forms because there's like 14 15 whatever kinds of breast cancer there's other ones that cause it to spread like wildfire we didn't know that until we started handing it out. Right. Now we're finding there are adverse reactions That's what to this medication. I mean. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Back in the, back in the 20's we thought cocaine cured demons in your blood. Right.
2: And, and what's sad is that when, something that makes me the most sad about the United States in general is that we've taken some of these puritanical ideas that have been enforced in the law and as a result, there's this whole point of possibly spreading certain strains of cancer and and breast cancer, we never had research on that. So now we're literally testing on human dummies because there's 75 years that we could have been researching everything about this and it was so blatantly illegal that we didn't have the opportunity. And that's in tech, that's in marijuana, that's in everything. I feel like the United States is kind of stagnant, after about the 80s or 90s, and we're falling behind in everything because our policies aren't encouraging progressive science, progressive medicine, and progressive growth. Well,
1: we're also in a day and age where it's crazy right now with everything. Well, literally. Like, this is a crazy day and age. Oh. It's fun. <laughs> it definitely keeps our life entertaining. There's,
2: there's entertainment.
1: I can't, I can't look at the paper or turn on the news without going, oh my fucking God, are you serious right well, now? That, <laughs> that, that is,
3: you know, partially the overblowning of... People,
2: people are me. tired. When it, you try to pay attention to everything, people you are get t- tired. Well, the awesome. thing is a, you know, with all this stuff going
1: on, like everything in the world, there was an article that the guy said that people were like, how did Trump win? And some guy's like, i tell you how Trump won. You told people for too long... That they could not be scared. And they yeah. could not be proud. You weren't allowed to feel uncomfortable. You weren't, you know, you were told for years that you're... Don't get me wrong, don't, I'm not homophobic or anything like that. Right. So you were told, though, that you weren't allowed to question gay people. You weren't allowed to question transgender people. You weren't allowed to feel uncomfortable with another race in the room. You weren't allowed... You know what I mean? Like you were told that you were not allowed to be afraid or feel different or feel... Uncomfortable. You had right. to accept everything. So when he came along and said, "This is this. We're going to put up the wall. We're going to do this." Like he gave people this, like, "Oh my God, I can be me again. I can stand up for
2: myself." Yeah, That's no, what made him. No matter how despicable me is. Yes. They can be that. Exactly. Like I said, I'm not. Unfortunately,
1: a sub- when you support
0: both people coming up, you get the, the bad seeds. Unfortunately, with,
1: that. with our topics we're talking about tonight. You have to bring politics into it because politics are a huge part of everything
2: we're about to discuss. You know, I will, I will differentiate that by saying instead of not just politics, it's physical policy itself. Yeah. I mean, things like marijuana that have become kind of a, an accepted. Let's start painting. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> we need are door. We're, 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 uh, we have people Somebody working on the door. Started it,
1: so
3: I'm going to have, have a blank, blank slate. Well, keep on talking. I will chime in.
2: He'll, this uh, is the most snitch. interesting podcast in the world. I have a man painting behind me <laughs> while I talk. I hey, will paint your hair. Bald man uh-huh. with a beard. <laughs> well, it's almost white, so you uh-huh. a blank slate. Um, It'll be better for your camera. My bald head won't be reflecting the in. And... Wow. <laughs> this is going <laughs> at so many levels. So, I completely agree with you. And, and aside from that fear, uh, uh, my wife and I particularly were really distraught at the way essentially the Democratic Party ran their primary. It became really disappointing to us to see that kind of dance and nonsense. And too many people I know, they will say, I didn't vote for Trump, I voted against Hillary. And that's, okay. like, that's like the thing that makes me not angry, because it's really justified. It makes me sad that that's the level we got to. That leads to this, but we we kind of appreciate Trump because, like you said, it created an environment where you go, look at what's wrong with our country. This is right in our face now. Now you see it. Yeah. This is the problem. You know what's fucked up and though? Super
1: it. The racial intolerance during the eight years that Obama was in office was fucking ridiculous. That we were we were the furthest back from civil rights than we were in the past 50 years, in my opinion. You had all this black people getting shot in the news. It was. It was the rape, there was the Black Lives Matter. And I'm not saying they don't deserve their movement, but it was like they were building a hatred field. Then the media was feeding into it,
2: making it worse. And it's actually somewhat declined, honestly. I will say that there was an opportunity. There was an opportunity, a missed opportunity, that I think President Obama had to... Unite the do, country. ...do certain financial things, do certain civil liability things... That would have given the black community a huge step up without the need of without any of Without the controversy. Right. And he kind of just ran along the party line and did the policy. And I think he went in thinking that the president needed to be a negotiator amongst two parties, which technically they are, but... I felt like he didn't stand his ground on the things that really should have mattered. He well, he had a border
1: policy as well, too, if you want to like, go into that. I mean, That's true. Every president in history has said we need stricter border policy. Trump's the only really one getting
2: shit for it. Well... And most of our drugs come from Mexico. You know it's, <laughs> you know. Well, marijuana, funny, I think, comes
1: from Canada, but...
2: I, I will be honest. I will not give anyone who supports Trump, or Trump, I won't give them shit about a border policy or about national security policy. I will give him shit about physically building a wall because I think it's irrational. Yeah, I think that's and a little overboard.
1: I think there's other ways around it.
2: Well, all the drugs come literally around the border.
1: Yeah, they don't. Well, there was a video of some guy on the California border where the fence goes into the water. There is a fence. Yeah, and he's swimming back and forth. Uh, right. Around the like, fence for like a half hour. Building
2: a massive wall that needs to be manned and has to be built and maintained—it's ridiculous. The the fact is, if you want to cut, first off, legalize marijuana. That cuts out about at least 30% of the profit margin that runs across the border. Yeah. Then they just have to be passing hard narcotics. And a lot of people, to be honest, who, if if weed was readily available, they may not even go to cocaine.
1: Yeah. they Their trafficking
2: would be a lot more limited. And I think because the U.S. Department of Justice in fiscal year 2017 asked for a $29 billion uh, budget, a lot of that money could go to other things. This thing I got off CNBC uh, said states together spent somewhere around $3.6 billion enforcing marijuana possession laws in 2010 because it's That's completely staggered on the analysis. Money. According to a new study by the American Civil Liberties Union, it's an a, a article called The War on Marijuana in Black and White, which they call it that because they talk about mandatory minimum sentences, and they say that, um, according to statistics, blacks were four times more charged and convictions than whites. So, I mean, it kind of speaks for itself. This says, as of the report in 2010, the low-level estimate that states paid for each marijuana offense was $750. And the national average per diem cost of housing inmates was $95. The average amount communities spend each day on marijuana uh, supervisions or things was $2 a day in 2010. Every single municipality. So, yeah, think about a lot of money. yeah. Think about the money that that could have gone into doing something else—a cocaine task force, fighting cartels at the border, it, anything. Border security. Like all this money could have gone to something. At Twenty-nine billion dollars. You know, you think about three point six billion per state, every state along the border. That could have been spent on border security. In a world of drones, and in a world of you know TNT and dynamite that can blow up tunnels. And why do you need cameras? Why do you need, why, cameras, <laughs> do you need a, a wall? Why do you need a giant physical structure? And I don't. Sonar yeah, would pick these people right. up. Right. If Trump literally said tomorrow, no wall. We're going to make an invisible wall, and it's made out of drones and it's people it's going to be made out of technology. I'd be completely supportive of that. That's a great idea. I think physical walls. Didn't help the Chinese because the Mongols rode around it. (laughs) Let's be serious. True.
3: Paid off people.
2: Yeah. Like what the hell's the point? I mean, I think walls are stupid. They're just gonna tunnel under it. Not to mention, to be honest, another way to really prevent a lot of drug trafficking across the Mexican border is to make sure Mexico isn't a mess. How about that? How about have legitimate governments and law enforcement in there too? We we did. The Fast and Furious
1: program blew up in our face. It makes me laugh. What is it, $800,000 in automatic weapons distributed down there so we can Let, try to track them? Let's put it this way.
2: I ha- See this? This is my hand. This is a pretty big backhand. If I were in a room with Eric Holder right now, this backhand would be in his face. And it would be hard. And it would be justice. And
1: I want a backhand Snooky.
2: <laughs> right right <on>. up. <laughs> Who
1: doesn't? <laughs> I've been calling her out since episode one.
2: Things that make me sad about the Democratic Party. 100%. Two things. One, when Eric Holder says, "I don't read everything I sign that comes across my desk," I wanted to, sign it. whoa, thus Fast and Furious. And I quote, "I don't read everything that comes across my desk," but he signs it. I would, I would backhand him tomorrow. I would find him and just give him a real shiner because I. And then when people like Nancy Pelosi about the Affordable Care Act say, "Well, well, you have to, you have to pass it to see what's in it," like what? What goddamn world are we living in? Yeah, affordable care
1: they are wording they are wording it so wrong. All right, so we call it—we've called it socialized medicine,
2: which, which makes it technically people, isn't.
1: They make people relate that back to the Nazis, the National Socialist Party, right? But that's why they use the—that's that. why they use the word socialized medicine. Then it's universal. Other countries call it all-inclusive healthcare. Yeah. If you preached that and have people vote on all-inclusive healthcare? like, look, you're already paying this much in medical every month. Let's say we charge you an extra $20 a paycheck, right? Sounds like a lot,
2: but you're covered. Yeah, you don't have to pay the $219 a week.
3: Yeah, you pay $20 a week. Yeah.
2: And that's, you're absolutely right. And that's why I thought this would be an interesting debate because we're not really debating. We're not really baiting. We're not really baiting. We're not we bait. We're master debating. No we're master debating. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it too hard back there. Interesting master good debating.
3: people masturbating
2: in here. <laughs> so it's not really master a deba- deba- debate. It's,
1: it's, it's deba- the pros and cons of all these things. I, I see. I mean, I can find bad in
2: anything. Not That's to how lord, I am. Not to endorse it, but procon.org if you want to see actual opinions from experts. it Literally, has both sides of the page, you pick a topic and they all talk about it.
1: Um, well... Like um okay, so we're still on uh, we're still on weed, right? <laughs> we're still on weed. So somewhere around that. Another there. thing about <laughs> it is uh like I like I, I I try to take the good and the bad. Um the serotonin levels. Your body stops producing its natural serotonin at its regular rate. It will recover. But it does take time, which can lead to depression. According to
2: depression. But this is the problem. That that's according to minor studies because we don't have a lot
1: of information
2: and I feel sad about it because
1: we do know it causes psychosis in in younger generations which is weird because most people smoke pot when they're young which is
2: actually the most dangerous time to smoke marijuana several several different uh, Mm -hmm. medical professionals have recommended over the years that you might want to wait till more like 25 years when your brain's fully yeah. developed to start smoking. It can by.
1: cause psychosis and cause dementia. It can cause um, what's the other one? Uh, schizophrenia. Right. It can cause brain damage. You're, it slows
2: your cells. But I also have the opinion that anytime you're burning any substance and inhaling smoke, you're damaging. Well, yeah,
1: because uh, even cigarette smoke, when we were, it's, it stunts your growth. That causes yeah, it, you'll, it fucks things well, up. Well, you'll
2: develop. I mean, even I spent time in the, the Boy Scouts. And I thought, well, sitting around a campfire, any smoke, period, that goes in your lungs is bad. It's killing your lungs. So when people go, oh, weed's harmless, that's very not true. No. Weed is a recreational drug that should be used in ways that you're responsible. Mm-hmm. Like It's like alcohol. Like, alcohol, yeah. Vitamin, like, like booze.
1: Yeah, like booze. Who does that? Speaking of which, dude, that stuff is delicious. Oh, no, I know it. We've drank delicious. the. That's the liquor we have drank the most of on this show. That's, that's probably like the fifth bottle in 20 episodes. That's dangerous. I'll have to come here and make martinis for you sometime. Definitely. Dude, you're more than welcome here anytime. Awesome. You'll definitely <laughs> have to come we get some inmates in here. That'll be probably August, September time. Inmates? I, I work with a lot of them. My uh, <laughs> one my, my, my future uh, one of my future co-hosts here is going to be. Uh, he's uh, he's in prison right now. Oh really? Yeah for uh well, for another discussion we're going to have to start the whole opiate thing. That's a sad story too. It is, but it's it's a rough one cuz here's the thing is maybe we should go into that mixed with this. Yeah, that's a good
2: idea. They're both We can, they're we, we could touch, yeah. touch the other topic last. Drug substances, yeah.
1: We could touch the other topic last cuz it really doesn't have much to do with this. Oh, I got I got two more topics <clears throat> about that. But. So So in in line with marijuana, <clears throat> your brain uh, has cannabinoid receptors. Right. And it has opiate receptors. So both can help with pain. So the way I've, correct me if I'm wrong on this, the way I've read this is, so let's say it's like your nerve endings. Let's say they're like empty, like strands in your brain, right? Right. As you smoke, it fills those up and can ail certain things. Just like as you take opium, Percocet, you know, know, heroin even in its its pure form, not caught with shit. That's a whole nother story. That goes into your brain and fills it up too, and it, they both can alleviate different pains. That's true. So, but THC and CBD come out, whereas your opiate receptors do not clean out. So eventually it tells your brain- You need more I'm not. In, you're, you're not really in pain, but it's your brain saying, I'm in pain, I need more of that. Right. When it really does not. So you're actually physically and mentally addicted right. at this point, is why they're so dangerous.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean THC, it, it's chemically, I think it naturally burns out over a certain amount of time. And I it's wish gone.
1: cigarettes did stunt my growth.
2: <laughs> that sounds like a whole, topic. A whole <laughs> other topic. <night. laughs> <laughs> the kind of thing where if you, if you get an erection too fast, you pass out. That not that John Popper? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he had a heart attack. My bad. Right? And that John Popper had a heart attack when he was fucking whacking off and he had to go get the stomach surgery to lose weight. Do you remember that? That was... <laughs> yeah. And
2: then heart attack. He was... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he should have had some opiates. Of no well, strong,
2: good thing I play harmonica with my right.
1: But uh, So the opiates, in my opinion, though... Uh, see, I really don't have... I, uh, I've never done... Heroin. I, I never have.
3: No,
1: don't um, anybody. <laughs> I've taken Percocet, which is considered <laughs> an opiate. <essentially. laughs> I've taken oxycodone, which is literally pill heroin. It, it really is. It's 100 <laughs> percent opiate. So I've been prescribed those, though. So from what I've been told is that the, the an oxycodone is exactly the same as taking if you snorted heroin, which is actually the way most people who are just doing it will sniff it.
0: Oof. Oh yeah, they'll sniff it, but it's safer than shooting it. Shooting it's where people die. Isn't that messed up?
2: what the biggest messed up thing, not to go back to policy, but biggest messed up thing is Joel Polino says humps. Joel Polino does say humps.
0: The the worst part about it is that I think at this point I can save my liver a bit by toking instead of Don't let your liver get lazy. I endorse
2: the idea. It needs to and work out. No, but a the, I- the idea—man, um, we're derailing here. The idea was that—not uh, really. I- I'm just sad that policy allows for regulated, bribed opioids. There's certain
1: states that now, are going for legalization of opiates across the board. Uh, That's danger zone. We have an epidemic here.
2: Yeah. Now, I—I I will say that in the world of medical science. Research analysis and some application of opioids may be a part of medicine for the rest of human history. But I'm just frustrated that you don't, they don't allow marijuana as well. If, if you're a doctor and you say, I need painkillers for certain things that are real problems, I don't think a doctor should be restricted to, this is the only thing that's legal. They should be allowed to go, look at all these things that could potentially be a painkiller. Let's try these things. And that way, you have, you have a doctor with a huge arsenal, there's more funded research, and you can actually draw conclusions to say this may cause a spread in breast cancer or this might help seizures entirely with use of an opioid. But we don't fund that, and it makes me sad. And I think I, I just want to see a single fucking politician just stand up and say, we should decriminalize marijuana and, and begin immediate medical research studies to see if THC should be helpful. I'd vote for them tomorrow. Yeah. And it's just... Hands down. I don't, I don't understand this, this feeling that, oh, you know, we haven't even talked about the social aspect where a lot of people, especially people in power, consider people who use marijuana to be dirty hippies that, you know, don't dirty. have jobs that just, you know, I've heard some horrible things. And I know plenty... Painfully hardworking people.
1: Oh, yeah. That are I, I can't even touch on that part of it. I've, you have your people no matter what, right. whether it's drugs, alcohol, or even sober, that just they're shitty people. They don't work. It's, it's just what it is. I know plenty of people who smoke pot every day and go to work, and they're, they're hard-working employees. You can't bring that factor really into it. Right. Some people function better. I know some. I, I know a couple of people who function better with some alcohol in their system. If they don't have alcohol in their system, they get shaky, they get nervous, they can't deal with people. Raise my hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look at that paint job. Look at that paint job. Yeah. I,
1: I function better. <laughs> don't let your liver get lazy. That's a great
2: argument point. <laughs> it's got to keep working. It's got to keep working. You it's like
1: your kidneys, they need to work out too. Absolutely.
2: Well, I eat salt all the time
1: (laughs) then I don't want a goiter
2: just (laughs) (laughs) that's appropriate (laughs) wow so yeah I mean to be honest if this were a vote all three of us would probably agree that marijuana should definitely be legal if not if not I do think it needs some
1: more research when it is legalized
2: absolutely yeah and and what's great is you know this is a point that I'll push on every single thing I want to talk about is not only a, a policy point but financially I mean, think about the financial ramifications. Not only of decriminalizing it so that all these people that are like mandatory minimum sentence are not in prison anymore, it saves us a ton of money in the prison system. What do we do with them, though? That's one of the upcoming
1: questions. Well, you, you have, have to, people you have who to
2: expunge are expunged. If it's a purely marijuana-related felony, it just needs to be completely. You don't expunged. think we should make them serve their sentence? Up? Absolutely not. No, no way. Because there's only a small portion—ten to ten to twelve percent—of marijuana crimes that people get arrested for that are violent offenses. The rest of it is just you possessed it. And if it were legalized, people who said, oh, we caught you with a pound of marijuana, well, that doesn't matter anymore because now this can be regulated. You could have licenses to grow it. You can have licenses to distribute it, just like alcohol. It can be certified by the FDA. It can go to market. It can have a taxed code. You've got people in Colorado that work for the marijuana industry. They gotta pay them in envelopes full of money Because it's a federal felony for them to report that they were paying to grow marijuana. They can't file a tax return because it's a federal felony. The people in
1: Massachusetts were telling me... So, like, if you work at a hotel, you can smoke pot. Your job can't drug test you anymore for marijuana. Right. If you're a state police department worker, or state, county, whatever, those are fine. You can smoke. If you work for a federal agency... Yeah, in Massachusetts, yep. you cannot smoke marijuana. Yeah,
2: because... Because it's a federal, it's a federal crime offense. still.
1: And so on the state level, it's okay.
2: Federal, it's a no-go. Right. And I don't want to segue into, into gambling with this, but I will prove a definite point here, where um, in 1910, the Mann Act was passed. Um, don't oh, know, that's prostitution. Um, in <laughs> the Mann Act, Way baby. Way Man. back in the day, that's definitely Actually, the prostitution on
1: that
3: one.
2: Before, before the American Revolution, um, some of the first gambling began in the United States where the colonies would hold lotteries. And the lotteries would be determinant on, you know, if you won the lottery, you got half of the portion of that lottery and the other half went to secondary schooling and universities. And the British monarchy thought that that was giving the colonies way too much power, so they made it illegal. And that was part of the reason that the colonies got so pissed off now, after that, once we became a country, puritanical America decided that it was immoral to gamble. And they...
1: I smoked chronically for 15 years. I've given up a few years back, I was never lazy. In fact, my biggest in fact my life, biggest life achievements were in that period.
2: There you go there's there's living proof.
1: yeah uh, so he's a. Uh... Uh, like a like a retired like MMA fighter, a uh, kickboxer. You there you go. Um, wicked, wicked uh, wicked cool guy.
2: Yeah, I I I feel like I have this this puritanical swath that was able to influence politics to the point where certain things are legal. Now, gambling is not technically illegal. Uh, the federal government did something really cool way back in the day. Believe it or not where they said that this is going to be left to state's prerogative. You know, the federal government's not going to make a law saying it's illegal to gamble. The states can choose whether they want to pass their own legislation to say whether it's, you know, legal or not. Most states outlawed completely. Uh, some allow, you know, extremely limited regulation. Places like, you know, Nevada and Louisiana were like full speed ahead gambling. You
4: but, think of the um, revenue.
2: Yeah, and that's the whole thing. And roll right back to revenue.
4: Marijuana well, so could
2: generate in an inappropriate in amount of revenue. Colorado, oh, yeah. they pay for all their goddamn schools with their marijuana revenue. Gambling could do the but same thing. But will we do
1: the right thing with the money? We keep doing the wrong things with the money that we have.
2: Well, well, we let's roll back that too. We consistently continue to elect the wrong people. Yes. Because if you elected the right people, the money would go to the right things. We need to have the money go to the right places. Right. Now, passing legislation that would require it by mandate, because believe it or not, internal investigation still exists on every level. Oh, that tastes like shit. What <laughs> did you put in that glass? Coconut rum, grenadine, and Coca Cola. You're uh,
1: going hit <laughs> your ass. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> we'll be back after David passes out to by a diabetic coma. <laughs> um, <laughs> seriously, that's like. Ooh, thousand grams of sugar. <laughs> so, you know uh, rum's know sugar, what? right? It's what? made from sugar. Oh, yeah. Diabetes. Okay. <laughs> Just making Diabetes. sure. Diabetes. <laughs> so, uh, drugs, right here. Drugs. Dr- drugs. <laughs> drugs. Cocaine. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> so, this, this this whole issue I have is that even if people consider these things immoral, the, the, the monetary and revenue ramifications are. Inappropriate. People, and, and this is the other thing that I push, this rolls this gambling, marijuana and prostitution all together in one, is that people are genuinely going to do these things whether they're legal or not. That's whether a hard one like to push though. Because those
1: are to say people are going to do cocaine whether it's legal or not.
2: This is true. But cocaine generates enormous amounts of crime through trafficking and sale it generates an enormous amount of problems in the main field because people, you know, you smoke so much weed, you pass out. If you hire a hooker and you pass out, guess what? She's done and leaves. You're not dead. (laughs) That's all your money. But this is the whole point. If you do too much cocaine, you're fucking dead. This is true. And this is something that I started writing in this book about things that are legal that maybe shouldn't be. Because if you do too much alcohol, you're dead. If you do too much opioid, you're dead. dead. If you do much t- too much tobacco, you're, you're dead. dead. And these things are regular have and legal. I liquid
1: nicotine out there in the other room. If I put that on your skin, you're going to be really, really sick.
2: Yeah. Or dead. Or dead.
1: You, if I put the so whole bottle on you, your skin, you're probably going to overdose on nicotine. You'll be dead. Yeah. Um, but I can go buy vials of it.
2: Right. But the, but, and this is the thing. Like, when you say, where do we draw the line? There's no line drink enough coca-cola you get diabetes you lose a foot and then maybe you die there's there's no (laughs) line so when people say yeah but we have to watch out for prostitution there's no fucking line already you do all these things already why aren't you doing these things talk about civil liberties that's a civil liberty when you look at germany who has 40,000 sex workers they are have set up for pensions they have iras they have health care they have screenings every two weeks they have programs designed so if they want to transition out of sex work, they can. And all of it's heavily regulated and taxed. They have 40-hour work weeks. <laughs> Where, where's the problem? Sorry, I couldn't help a lava. Think about that. 40-hour work week. They are hard-working ladies. But this is the whole point. Like I don't know a woman who
1: puts out for 40 hours a week. <laughs> They're all in Germany. <laughs> They're all in Germany. They're moved. But...
2: Damn, dude. But that's that's the whole point. Like, when you have countries that have decided, and this is not just it. Like, maybe our country's a little immature on certain things, but we are. When you when you look at when I look at countries that try these things, your healthcare, legalized prostitution and sex murders. There's no sex trafficking there now because there's legal sex murders. Like, you can and their their sex crime
1: rate is a lot lower. Oh, drastic. drastic, drastically lower.
2: And how much money is that same in the long run for law enforcement? Where Straight I don't time. have to keep doing undercover stings to catch hookers when it's just a legal practice. Yeah,
1: we don't have to raid John Burke apartments once a month.
2: <laughs> or massage parlors in Florida, apparently. Thank you, Robercraft. <laughs> Hashtag Robert Kraft. Well,
1: that's the thing is, that after that happened, now, they're, now the New York State ladies, are two, the two female senators, opened up a bill to try to get it legalized in New York. Yeah. I mean, What are they saying? Um, <laughs> doesn't Portugal have laws like all drugs are legal with clinics to help addicts, etc.? Yes. yes, there are. Yeah, as yes. I say, uh, they, yeah. they use cocaine for
2: altitude sickness? Toothpaste? Well, hold on. Um, it's a really good idea on toothpaste. but It's a numbing agent. Now, in, in Finland, it this is where it started. You do want to brush your teeth, <laughs> In Finland, they decided to tackle the idea of isviju heroin. A lot of the people there were dying of overdoses on the street. They were doing it in random places. They had dens where they were getting high and dying because there was no one responsible there to try to take care of them. So they opened these clinics where you could just come in and shoot up. There was no threat of being arrested. There was none of that. And what they had there were medical professionals and and psychiatrists and counselors that could try to talk to you about why you're doing it and if they could talk you out of it. If you decided to do it and you overdose, guess what? They were there to stop you from dying. So... Their, their amount of overdoses dropped to like 4% or something smaller than that. The same thing happened in Portugal. So essentially
1: you have a room where someone's waiting on him with like Narcan. Yeah. In case you start to OD.
2: Right. You choose to go there and overdose, or just get high, whatever. They're not there to stop you and they're not there to arrest you. And that's part of decriminalization. Where I don't think prostitutes or heroin addicts or people who use marijuana should be criminalized. No. There should be a reason as to why you want to do this. Well, it's like the regulations we have on alcohol.
1: Right. Like, you know, we have so much you can have before you can't drive. And, right. you know, we're not supposed to serve drunk people at a bar. That is a law. Right. Like, we do serve drunk people at bars, but we're not supposed to serve drunk people at bars. <laughs> if, somebody, if you notice that somebody is intoxicated, you're supposed to go, you're done, you can't have any more, you to sober up and go home. Yeah. That, that's your legal standpoint. It, I, I don't ever see it get enforced. But we do have regulations on Same. it. But then you have Same law offices like off. Martin
2: Harding Mazzotti that during the track season and the weekends in Saratoga, they pay for every cat. Oh, free yeah. It. And they do it on New Year's Eve in yeah. the 518 area code. Yeah. Like wherever you want to go, free cab. And that's, that's a great thing. You and have it. people, though, that also uh, that are helping
1: promote it in a way. You have uh, Tom Anelli, uh, the DWI oh, right. guy, yeah. who's like, oh, yeah, if you get stopped for DWI, you know, call my offices, we know how to make sure this is done correctly, he's saying, oh yeah, go out and get fucking plastered, and then let let me handle this. Or the the shut the fuck up guys, have you seen them? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant
2: fucking idea. But still, it's almost like they're advocating bad behavior. This, you're right, and it draws a line. And something that I think is interesting is that every time there's a big wall in society, somebody... Produces a solution. My favorite solution recently is Uber and Lyft. Great. Because because now you don't need a car to go anywhere. Like, if you work and live in a metropolitan area, you can either walk, which sucks sometimes, but I got drunk of Germany a few times and I walked back home, and it's a long walk, but fuck it. Or <laughs> you can call a fucking Uber and you've got thousands of Uber drivers. Not only do they create jobs, but you never have to drive drunk again. I want to see a society where you literally never have to drive drunk. Listen, people can just be drunk. If you've run into the right... I've run into this before in Hudson Falls, when the
1: bars were... when Good Times was still open. I didn't live that far away. Dear God, Good Times. Yep, years ago. Uh, I remember getting drunk and knocking on a Hudson Falls police officer's car window and saying, I'm hammered, can you give me a ride home? He did. He opened up the back door, let That's me in, awesome. and drove me home. That's awesome. I only lived a few blocks away, but there's no way I was making it walking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny?
2: I can't... I it, drove it made drove made
1: saludo's
3: one time, yes. It oh, was... awesome.
2: <laughs> what's funny is it, it made you feel safe, and it made... probably made the cops night to know that somebody responsibly said, I'm hammered, can you give me right home? And they're happy to do that. Yeah. That's an example of police officers serving and protecting. That's what I like to see. Yeah, because that's, I that's praise a fucking job. I wish I was sober enough to remember his name, but. <laughs> right. And, and I, that's, that's definitely a positive thing. I would love to see police officers helping people get home if they're drunk. You know, and, and I think that's kind of a societal thing, because genuinely, society is. Intimidated or afraid of police officers. Look at Bald Picasso in the background. (laughs) Who said that? Amy. That makes sense. Oh, what a surprise. (laughs) He's not master debated. Not right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
0: save that till later. Bald Picasso.
2: So anyway, my consensus is uh, I, I might be secular. I might be a devil's advocate. But I think tax revenue is vastly more important to me than you know, the potential issues of, of legalizing marijuana or gambling,
1: you know. Oh, gambling, I'm 100%. There, there's no question. There's, besides people, gambling is all self-control, is all gambling is. Well. You're not going to overdose yeah. on gambling well, and die.
2: No, but you could ruin people's lives. What, oh, yeah. I'm, what I'm happy to see is states like New York accepting that gambling can be addiction and they have a hotline.
1: Oh, yeah. that's a. It's on the machine. Thing. Every time you sit at every machine, there's a number. Yeah. You can actually go up to the counter at a casino. You can go to the racino and say, I have a problem. Can you not let me in here again? And they'll fucking blacklist you. You can blacklist yourself from the casino. They
2: have a camera that will scan your face and say, kick them the fuck out. Yeah. And I I think that, I was talking about this earlier today because I read a really great response as to why it should not be legal. Gambling. And somebody on this ProCon website said, in a nutshell, They've worked in the casino industry for years they see these people that are genuinely destitute asking to where they can get a cash advance on their credit card so that they can gamble more and these people are ruining their lives because they can't stop because they're trying to chase that dream and I think the best solution to that is to take electronic gaming machines and just get rid of them like the one thing I love blackjack and I love craps and I love Poker. So you don't think we
1: should have the electronic push-button
2: things? If you have somebody that sits down and says, alright, this is poker, you have to play for roughly 6-12 to 12 hours to make yourself a profit. Because it's a fun game, and you like to play it, but it's also gambling, you can make money. How many compulsive gamblers would do that? The answer's none. You would sit at a blackjack table for about 8 minutes and go, yep, done. Yeah, and compulsive gamblers are going to
1: scratch off their tickets and hit their they buttons. They scratch
2: tickets, they pull the slot, they want to see things move. Ooh, numbers. And that's it. And what's funny is, what's sad is that those machines are designed to ice you into playing oh, yeah. the damn thing. Look at the gold signs, look at the numbers, and you know, it makes I, I, noise. I like
1: to go play every once in a while, but what we do, like we went, uh, we went Thursday night, we were at the MGM Grand to watch a comedian. Pick a hundred bucks, you leave everything else, that's what you have. When it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. If you win, you know, you set an amount, if we win this, we're gone. It's you have to be able to restrict yourself.
2: Some people can't do that.
1: Oh, I know, I know people that have pawned their wedding rings, engagement bands. Yeah. I mean, but then again, it's a person issue on that one. Right.
2: It's a. It's, it's not the general masses because this guy said that too. You're not going to thousands accidentally, of people that come through, and you see ten that have a problem. You're not going to
1: accidentally ruin your life gambling. Right. Whereas, like, all right, so we're talking about like, uh, are you for? Uh, So the opiate thing, heroin, uh, Percocet, Oxycodone, any of those, right? You can accidentally overdose yourself. Right. If you don't know what you're doing, like, if you have someone that's never taken Oxycodone before, or any sort of uh, opiate, if you don't start them on something small like a 5 milligram fucking hydrocodone and you throw a 30 milligram Oxycodone in their system, they could fucking die. They're going to go into cold sweats, they're going to go into shock, they're going to pass out.
4: They're probably going to vomit
1: and choke on it. In this country, we have to have directions on (laughs) (laughs) Pop-Tarts.
2: For everyone who lives outside of the United States, Pop-Tarts are a toaster pastry (laughs) that you insert into something that uses heated coils to make it warm, and uh, they're not really worth it ever, because once you get it, half burn on one side. Do other countries not have Pop-Tarts? There are probably some. It's just a broad general umbrella (laughs) thing. (laughs) Pop-Tarts are something Americans made because we're lazy.
1: Mm-hmm. The end. Like
2: toaster strudels. Oh, trash about toaster strudels.
1: <laughs> 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 it's the same fucking The <laughs> only really difference is a toaster strudel, you gotta put your own frosting on it!
2: And? You had one and extra. You know thing. you're gonna eat one and then save all of the frosting for the second one That's because true. True. it's like fucking magic.
1: <laughs> You know what I have a ton of in the kitchen? <coughs> this is a totally off topic we're talking about that. Peanut butter?
2: No, you're all out, <laughs> yeah, we're all out of peanut butter. <laughs> all
1: that. Um, you know the little packets from ramen noodles? I'll make two packages of oh. noodles and only use one of the packets oh. of the of the flavoring.
2: You know it's funny, my wife makes like a legit ramen, like all homemade, but she'll use part of that packet because that's all the stuff that essentially you're gonna use. So instead of putting salt in, she just uses some of that because it's pretty much just salt.
1: It literally Um, is a salt and noodle packet, like just...
2: She thought I was gross when I said I ate them dry once, because why not? And she's like, that's weird. I have. I've taken
1: the flavor packet, opened up, dumped it in there, and shook it up and ate it on the way to the bus stop when I was hungover. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I drank when I was in school. I don't advocate underage drinking.
2: No, no. At all. Never did I witness anything uh, but the back of a bus.
1: Were you on the senior field trip where someone threw up from drinking? Is
2: that your senior year? No, I was a year ahead of you, so it was not. Yeah,
1: somebody, we were on the senior field trip, and someone brought a bottle of vodka. Uh, We didn't make it there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That sounds about right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When they found out there was alcohol on the bus, it didn't last long.
2: (laughs) I didn't have a Especially vodka. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you bring a bottle of something like Campari, you could hide it in orange juice, but... I vodka can't do is vodka. Like, Have you looked at all is, the
1: liquor in this house? There's not a bottle of the, vodka in it, here.
2: Well, I, I personally, uh, if we want to get on the topic of spirits, I'm not a fan of vodka purely because when people say, oh, it's a great quality vodka, the best quality vodka is the ones that virtually taste like nothing or just pure alcohol. Like you that. use it to make something else alcoholic. I want alcoholic like grapefruit juice. There you go. Vodka.
1: I remember the first time my fiancé goes... I bought her a bottle of Absolute when she first started drinking. Uh, we were going out somewhere else. She goes, get me a bottle of vodka. I'm like, what kind? She goes, is there even a difference? <laughs> no, no, no. Here, oh, have uh, a bottle of Crystal Palace. <laughs> is, it,
2: this is something Everybody I, in here just gagged a little bit. <laughs> because we all know that taste. This is, this is something that I told... Or Mr. Boston's. Oh, something I told my guests at a table. Uh, I think last week because they were ordering vodka and I asked, you know, a certain specific drink. I said, is, is there a certain vodka you prefer? And they go, well, what's the difference? And I said, well, to be honest, you always know when you're drinking vodka, but you remember when you drank bad vodka. Oh, yeah. Everyone does. And they thought it was funny. I'm like, this isn't a joke. When I was in Germany, they had something that you would buy like a 100, 1.75 liter, maybe the English guys know, it calls Gorbachev. This thing was a joke, and you would open it, and it would smell like acid, and you would drink it, and it was like fire, and you just don't, you don't want it. I got that. a
0: bottle of scotch, and that was like drinking a campfire.
2: Actual scotch? Is it Highland scotch?
1: It's Smokehead. literally tastes like somebody took a log out of a campfire yeah, and makes you smart. suck a log. It's really, really peaty and smoky. Like it's PD an expensive stuff, man. bottle of scotch.
2: It's like $50 a bottle. I have to try a tiny bit of this. You have a tiny bit of this? I mean like quarter rounds. I'm not a huge Scotch guy a second. but I, I hate the fact that Scotch Well, you'll have to wait a little bit. Matt's uh,
1: Matt's Jesus. got a creation Bad. going on
2: here. Is that it's all right. ear? I didn't do that part.
1: <laughs> this is a multi person project. This is a tentacle ear. The tentacle ear. I put the rib cage in the
0: part. <laughs> Take a little sip of that. Good ice cold. Oh
2: yeah. Oh, it is. That's interesting. And then you gotta drink some of this. I don't even know what that is. You gotta try it. it looks like it. It you will put help honey, wash honey that down out of your mouth <laughs> <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna want him to wash that down. It's good for sipping. This is intense. <laughs>
3: It's intense. That's what,
2: that's what every Scott has told so, me about Scott. Billy River is uh, for <coughs> sipping. Well, it's not for drinking, that's for sure. Billy River <laughs> said, uh. Yeah, it's
1: not. So you're all in favor of legalizing weed but not other drugs?
2: Well, listen, everything really. I don't believe things should be black or white.
1: I think it should be in no. moderation. It should be a
2: spectrum. Really? Yeah. Like hard well, opioids? Yeah, yeah, I think that should be outlawed. Well, because...
1: I think there's some drugs. Uh, I don't they, think. They've, found that shrooms help with uh, Alzheimer's Yeah Alzheimer's dementia.
2: It's like syrup now. It's cold. Oh yes. Oh it already smells like something I don't want to drink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: here's my thing. The reason why uh, weed will be legalized is
2: because the Does that not delays? taste like
1: a campfire in your mouth?
2: That is every element of scotch that I hate. I am right there with you on (laughs) that (laughs) one I used to drink I used to try scotch a lot and drink scotch and I thought well it's okay but then I started realizing I don't think I like Pete at all I don't like the taste of Pete (laughs) Pete he doesn't like your taste (laughs) Dave try a splash of that sure I'll take a little bit I'm going to dump this out for posterity no I'm not trying that not not going to good what is Come this?
1: On. Just try it. Tell me what you think. You're not allergic to apple, are you?
2: No. What is this?
1: Just
3: try this is, it. This is like
1: one of the best bourbons you're gonna get.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm gonna take a sip and let's go, it's my urine, and there's apples in it.
0: No, there's no urine in there.
2: That's a homemade rough shine, isn't it?
0: Yes it is. Nice.
1: I made that myself. <laughs> That is good burger. That's how I sponsor this show.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> People donate ten bucks. I give them a jar. <laughs> Fantastic. The thing is, you see how
2: it. you see how sweet that is, right? That dude, that's something I could fucking I could use to cook the, with. So the thing
1: is, is that it's sweet, but there's a shit ton of liquor in there. But like you're you're drinking and drinking and drinking, and the next thing you know, you're fucked.
2: <laughs> that's that's why. I, that's why I try .02 of an ounce.
1: Raspberry ones really. Man, that fuck. I love that burn
2: that you get from a bourbon. Uh, Which bourbon is that? Not Greek. That's still. Going on to that conclusion, now that we're off the rails completely, we're we're off the rails completely. I I started hating peat, and then people are like, oh, try Irish whiskey. And I'm like, yeah, it's still peaty. Fuck it. And then people are like, oh, try bourbon. I haven't looked back. My favorite is Bullet Rye, I think it's amazing.
3: It I'm I'm a make, I person. make old fashions Whoa, with them. Awesome. is not bourbon. No,
2: it's not. But it's I like it a lot more than most bourbons. Uh, the the uh, uh, triple
1: sagmore. This uh, green stuff Latin here Berlin. is yeah, uh, a good one. This is a green apple homemade shine kind of deal.
2: He loves when he shines. Yes, I shine it looks disgusting, <laughs> but <it laughs> tastes fantastic. If you drink enough of that, you'll be saying red rum. Oh,
1: so uh, right, back on right. topic. All right, here we go. So, with the opiate thing we have going on, I think our biggest issue, besides heroin, right, because heroin's a different commodity than the pills, right. same substance, different commodity, no matter what medication it is, our doctors are over-prescribing. You don't need 240, well, 30 milligram oxycodones you, a month.
2: You are, there is, there's a great history and timeline of this. Around 2000, between 2000 and 2010, it was proven... Legally, by several investigations, that doctors, like you said, were encouraged to overprescribe. And then what happened was they started cracking down hard on doctors. I knew a doctor, I'm familiar with a doctor from the area, that overprescribed and fucking licensed. Does his last name start
0: with a K? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. No. Kessner. No, not, not Dr. Kessner. He's no, still a medical, a, medical a doctor
1: practitioner. Who was being investigated by the DEA. Because he was charging people a straight cash amount, giving them all the same prescription. Yeah, so that's... So it's like he knew that they were that's selling... super illegal. So, he, legal. Yeah. so
2: <laughs> anyway. thank God, we stopped that guy, right? Oh. <laughs> so, the, uh, but you're right. The issue, the issue really is the overscription. So when they started saying, now...
1: <laughs> Amy says, please don't give any of my dementia patients shrooms.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dementia patients at the bar? No, 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 no. Oh, she's uh, a nurse, too. A bar nurse? <laughs>
1: you know? It's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> She's gonna, you get a little messed up and she'll wash your smegma off for you.
3: Hello, nurse.
2: <laughs> She's doing well for herself. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, the, the, the issue is they started basically, like, arresting doctors for overprescribing. They should. So doctors just stopped. And the problem with that, that thanks to a combination of that and technically the war on drugs at the start of the 80s, it made drug sales on a street level much more prolific. So once people couldn't get medical prescriptions, they went to the streets. And there are thousands of stories. In Vermont, there was a documentary dozens of guys who got to the point where they were breaking limbs to get another medication because they were hooked, and when they couldn't anymore, they oh, yeah. went on to I finding people to get like heroin, that. opioids, and now, thank God, the thing that they were trying to actually prescribe to get off of opioids was fentanyl, and There's now people whole are doing. a
1: Purdue Pharma situation
2: right now. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I mean. Now now you've got people that are trying to... They want to get off street heroin by doing fentanyl until they die in the streets. Fentanyl? It's like, dude, I don't know what people are thinking.
1: This, is, this, is, this hits our area big, Billy. I don't know where you're from. People are taking heroin and cutting it with fentanyl. In case people aren't educated idea. what fentanyl is, idea. this is shit for stage 4 cancer patients. It is a straight feed of 100 milligrams. Straight feed! For three weeks or whatever the fuck it is. Until you're dead. And for a patch. And they they have to rotate these. These are people that are dying. They're in extreme amounts of pain. They have nothing left. uh, And it's just to comfort them until they die. So they're going to melt these down, cut it with heroin, and then inject it. That's asking to die. Literally,
0: that's take my life. And that's our epidemic in our area. They're calling it gray death. You can't open up our newspaper
1: here without finding an overdose every fucking day.
2: Now, that being said, to all the viewers at home, um, when people ask things like, why not legalize all drugs? This is kind of the story to opioids that I think is a real rocky road. Not ice cream, but I mean, a rocky road to legalizing that. <laughs> I mean, I need you to collect. Anybody can do research collect how many times marijuana overdoses have led to death. Yeah, I'll wait. (laughs) But the point is, like I said before, you smoke enough marijuana, you fall asleep for like 43 hours. You can
1: get a breathing problem, short term breathing problem, for excessive inhalation of cannabis smoke. Right. But like we said before, standing over a campfire, cigarettes, any kind of smoke will cause that. Will cause that, really.
2: So. Marijuana, I I genuinely think use of marijuana, and I tell you, I would make brownies all day long. But Mm. dude, if they legalize
1: it, I'm going to get edibles immediately. I love edibles. Yeah,
2: I'm
1: not gonna lie, I love edibles. I'm not big on the high myself. On that, I think it's a body high, and it feels great. Honestly, (laughs) dude, I'm not. (laughs) not, They're not gonna lie. If If they legalize it recreationally, I'll go get edibles. I'll admit it. I'll go get edibles as soon as it's legal. I can't do it with my I job. You know what I mean? If my job drug tested me right now, you know what I mean? I'd pass. I can't do it. Right. But if they legalized it and, they, and I wasn't going to get in trouble for it, oh, fucking yeah. right. I'd, I, Friday, Saturday night, every couple of weeks. I'm not going to do it every day. You know, if I got gimmicks. nothing to do that night, I got the next day off, I'm not wrong with jamming on a couple of brownies or a couple of Rice Krispie treats and fucking yeah.
2: gelling out. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: I'm not going to go try to operate
2: a car. <laughs> Well, that's the other that's thing. I mean, I mean, I How are they going to test people driving with it? Well, oh, they'll
1: find a way. Some no, people no, can, other people
2: can't. The biggest hurdle for that is doctors say the most instantaneous test for THC would be a blood test. And it could be a device that's just like a diabetes the thing. They say, with it prick your finger, finger, put it on yes. there? The problem is, on a legal standpoint, you would have to train police officers to technically be certified EMTs as well because they can't handle all fluids unless that... So now you'll have a police officer EMT. And at that point you're just basically making the jobs the same thing.
1: I would just follow the example of countries where it is worked where where it has worked with clinical available etc. Canada, like I said, we were talking about Canada has Uh, great results. There's a lot of countries that But there's
2: also a difference between recreationally legalizing things like opioids and simply decriminalizing them, like Portugal and Finland have done. So, the real thing to me is, the first step is decriminalize. Yeah, That's a combination of things I'm not going to drink.
1: Oh, I was like, dude, you're not going to drink that, are you? (laughs) I was like, straight up Coca-Cola, my friend. I was like, fuck, dude. I was like, I'm drinking some weird shit over here and sipping it. You were mixing everything in that cup. I'm like, holy fuck, he's going to (laughs) die.
2: I was like, he's got whiskey in there. He's he's got bourbon in there. He's got moonshine in there. You guys got any fentanyl? Too soon, sorry. So, um... I can't talk about
1: that for another few years. Um, <laughs> so wait till my buddy gets out of prison; he'll have some stories
2: for you. Yeah. Ah. In conclusion to that, um, as we roll on to the next page of this chapter, uh, yeah, we're everything, we're everything I think get on, everything should really be moderation. Um, if you want to, we still didn't to even touch that full prostitution. I oh, do no. I mean, if if we still decide that. There's a small cross section of people that become addicted to even marijuana, whether it's a psychological addiction, not actually physical dependency, or addicted to opioids or addicted to gambling or anything. Come in. in ever.
0: I mean somebody's
1: here. No, he's uh he's sitting in the chair now. I sat him. There's I'll give you the chair. So, hey, slave uh, So here's here's where uh there's a lot of questions that are going to come up and i think i can no matter what there's always going to be a well what do we do about this what do we do about that there's only so much we can do and there's always going to be more questions if we legalize marijuana people are going to say why not opiates if we legalize opiates people are going to say why not cocaine if we say why not cocaine why not acid
2: if we say acid, why not bloodletting? And you then bloodletting and then, you know. I don't think bloodletting blood illegal. <laughs> I know people uh, that do uh, bloodletting. That. Blood that's some weird stuff. Anyway, I
4: don't even know what that
1: is. That's where you drain yourself almost completely of the blood in your body just enough to stay you still believe Your
2: blood is not pure and you yeah. want to grow so healthy So
4: it's like self
2: and uh, Sean, how do you say his last name? It's Sean Crone Cron? the blood doesn't go back in Sean how
1: you. Sean The guy, the clown from Slipknot, he does bloodletting.
2: I mean, it was a practice that was medically proven completely illegitimate, like, 300 years ago? Yeah. All right, anyway. So, (laughs) I have (laughs) a headache. Chink, chink, chink,
1: slow down. Busy night at the clubs?
3: Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, this is a slippery slope argument is b.
0: This slippery slope argument is BS. You guys had weird... Intelligence squared debates? Have you guys heard
1: of intelligence squared debates? No. The slippery slope argument is BS. It is... It, we're not saying that... I get you're saying that marijuana... We, we've agreed that marijuana should be legalized across the board.
3: Right.
1: I don't think... That, and it should be cut and dry with that one. Yeah. You can't have all the what-ifs about all the other ones.
0: That's right. Well, I will say it will be because...
3: Eventually, there's going to be so much money in it. Oh, yeah. The banks are going to it, yeah. be like, we want that money. What I'm saying is... <laughs> and that's what's going to
1: tip the but what I'm So what I was trying to say is, is that it's happened with other things. Like, first, uh, gay marriage is okay, right? And then people wanted uh, the transgender movement happened. Now people want to live as the opposite gender. We have to learn new words and stuff like that. Did
4: you know that they are now fighting for pedophiles
1: that's what I was gonna say that's now after all this now pedophiles yeah. want their rights now yeah so where do we draw the line and people are like oh you're advocating that it no I'm saying like seven, children fucking I believe it's like 17 well no was, <laughs> I'm like, and then people are mad people are, but people here's my thing I'm not saying it's okay but people are mad about this I'm like well you fought for your rights they're gonna fight for theirs but that's not a
4: right
1: Neither was being gay up until about 10 years ago. It was illegal in like 48 states.
4: I can tell you it was, as it a parent...
1: Breaking it was the law by Judas Priest in the 1980s was about how it was illegal for Rob Halford to be gay in 48 states.
4: I can tell you as a parent, if they legalize oh. pedophiles, then... I will probably hit a lot of people in my
1: car. <laughs> <laughs> Just crash it into uh, the Clearview, you'd be alright.
4: <laughs> I'm really good at remembering. No locations.
1: locations. I don't care. Who is the Clearview going to come after me? I'm
4: really good at making
1: <laughs> You don't know what kind of connections the Clearview has. <laughs> sure I do, I got friends in there. At any rate. Speaking um, of that, Matt, when do you have to go home?
4: i <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is not my
4: home thank you so, so. <laughs> anymore he means oh, anymore. oh, oh no, but never, i agree
2: uh, ga- gambling has been thank you uh,
1: gambling <laughs> should be legalized all the way gambling, i that don't word.
2: see <laughs> as long as you have just like with the opioid thing in other countries as long as you have a support network if you have people that you genuinely see even a casino oh they have a problem you should be able to even i think casinos should hire counselors to come and talk to people if they look like they're gambling all of their life savings away.
1: He, uh, he was talking about, like, you did your pros and cons site. Yeah. He said, uh, Intelligence Square Debates is an interesting site. They debate debate a lot of political topics in an interesting way. i to check out that site. i yeah, write it down. Yeah, that's what I was just about to do. Uh, so, right, so we're going to say marijuana's a go. We think that that should be good. Uh, gambling, definitely. I, I mean... Like I said, gambling's more of a personal problem. It's not a. It's gambling's a self-control problem, and you can go in and ban yourself. Call one eight hundred number. It's on. It's not like it's a one eight hundred number on the door. It's on every fucking machine.
2: Yeah. And that's uh, it. That's a really great.
1: Opiates. I'm gonna say that needs to stay prescribed, and it needs to be controlled. They need to They need yeah, to not do it. They need more. to. Better research, and they need to, not, they need to, re- they need to it,
2: lower the prescription. Right, they need to not prescribe. Even, even if you have alternatives, like marijuana is legal, and you can do that, I think that it would just make sense to, to even just restrict opioids almost entirely to hospitals and clinics. So, like, it would be an extremely rare situation where you gave a prescription of it at all. In the event that somebody's suffering pain from like a serious cancer or something.
4: I actually disagree with that. Yeah. That would make rape um would just show up at the hospital all the time. Right. That would yeah, I just know somebody that does skyrocket that. that.
0: The doctors that and, and
4: reason have to relax for You can not turn them away if they say that they are in pain. I actually had this debate because I had trouble being like, That person's clearly not in pain, but I have to give them pain meds. Right. If they say that they are in pain, pain is subjective. You have to take their word for it. They will come back, and you have to give them pain meds every single time.
2: Now, if hospitals had legal ballistic alternatives or marijuana or THC, wouldn't be allowed to prescribe that? or you No, you have to low?
4: treat their pain. If they say this didn't work and this didn't work, you have to treat it until it works. Huh. Don't
2: go do that. It's annoying. We don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of the medical field of the United States. <laughs> don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. So what was our next one? Prostitution. That's the that's a last rap. We're hitting right on the last one. The real. How was that the last one? The real. Ne- wow. The real knee slapper. So. Add them no. all together.
1: The American dream. But it's true. <laughs> Snort an opiate, smoke a J, and bang a hooker. you got a good night.
2: <laughs> I tell you. Um, more true than not. Oh, it's a tough to one. A flag of an American. <laughs> um, I
1: feel it would help and hurt the economy. Why hurt? You're going to have a lot of people wasting their money. A lot of people
2: really,
4: yeah, but those people already are just illegally. They
2: already are. Yeah,
4: if you want it, you can get it. You can find it in Argyle, <laughs> you can find it
1: anywhere. <laughs> oh, you can get online right now and fucking wow! I, <laughs> like, I, I, gotta, I know a couple of people who are in the field locally. At
4: you can find it in the bathroom at the local.
1: Bar. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: <It's fine. laughs>
1: so here's the true story. I have a friend who's in the field, and uh, Amy needs to go to the bathroom at a bar that's no longer open. Uh, hot shots, right? Hot shots at that time. Wow, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: this girl's in there on her phone. Amy starts giving her shit. This girl goes back and grabs two really big, large gentlemen and comes back over. Is that your friend in there? It's like, oh god. <laughs> We need to go right now. This is a hooker, and she just grabbed two pimps.
4: <laughs> and that was the whole issue, was I needed to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need to get out of also, here.
4: Also, something don't do. Girls, if it's one bathroom, get the fuck off your phone and get out.
2: That's, that's legitimate. More medical... From every single female <laughs> more, more that has to pee. More medical recommendations from the American <laughs> medical field.
4: From every single female that has to pee.
2: Every Knock single, it off. Every single <laughs> So, like I said earlier, uh, the Mann Act, which is. I can't make that up. The uh, 19- Mann <laughs> Act. <laughs> Let me read this to you from Britannica.com. Uh, in the United States, prostitution was at best sporadically controlled until passage of the Federal Mann Act, two ends because it means more, in 1910, <laughs> which prohibited interstate transportation of women for immoral purposes. White's By nineteen 19- Right. By 1915 nearly all states had passed laws that banned brothels or regulated the profits of prostitution. Black pimps. After World (laughs) War II... It was. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. For people who don't live in the United States. um, Yes, the the interstate transportation was referred to as white slavery, um, and also making it illegal to pimp was essentially to stop black pimps black pimps. And <laughs> technically in New York City, anyone that was not potentially of Puritan or white Irish descent, which would have been Italians or anyone else that existed at the time. So, technically the idea, once which again, just like attention. gambling, was that instead of having a federal law making it constitutional illegal, rock. they just let states figure it out. That's it's why Nevada could that's why nevada allows <coughs> yeah.
1: certain areas it's not in rural, vegas no it's, it's in reno like outside municipalities. reno yep. the bunny ranch stuff right. like that
2: anything that's outside of the city limits because the city did not want it
1: but if you go to vegas you can get hooker playing cards this you can true. collect the whole deck there's usually some guy you like hey walk down the strip
2: yeah you can hire an escort but that's as far as it you goes you can get
1: escorts here so, that's true there's a website you guys can check it out. It is called Skip the Games, and it is local escorts. Oh,
2: coming from a local. <laughs> no. Okay. It used to be on
1: Backpage till Backpage got shut down. Remember that? That was like a big government sting. Oh yeah. yeah Backpage yeah. was like the only thing on Backpage. There was all. It looked like a Craigslist. Well, I remember you showing me. And Backpage. then nothing
2: else. Was... <laughs> Dude, we
1: found it one night, and we found a uh, we found a friend's sister on there. Took a screenshot and sent it to him. Her
4: You're a terrible br- person. She was a <laughs> her brother.
1: This girl. So not only did she like, was she on there, like showing her face, using her real name? She was uh, offering to trade services for benzos.
2: Wow. Yeah. Uh, Got a lot on.: Oh, the mighty have fallen. <laughs> yep. So, uh, a lot of states, like I mentioned before, uh, foreign countries, there are huge issues with sex trafficking. You've heard it here. It happens in the United States a lot. More than people want to admit happens. For some reason, we don't have a lot of legal task force to try to find this. I don't know why. But we have this pervasive attitude in the United States that prostitution is dirty and evil and it's a sin. And not not to throw out history from the Bible, but Moses even said prostitution was okay as long as it was done with foreigners. But this, this side is, piece. Right, side <laughs> piece. Literally outside of town.
1: So I like me a mashed potato.
2: <laughs> I've had people ask me what, what would happen to like a, a feminist movement. Do you think that legalizing prostitution would somehow hurt women? Oh, gives them power. Exactly. Um, we'll see as power? At this current moment, <laughs> you know, you have places where Don't prostitution. Don't make me get into heaven, this. But it's it's really it's 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 really (laughs) deep.
1: If you're having an argument at home, you know you can win it in certain ways, and don't tell me you can't.
4: (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, David. It's fine. Keep going. It's fine. Keep going.
2: So, currently, prostitution is done in city back alleys, Uh, questionable business fronts, whether it's a massage parlor or an escort service. In Florida, um, it's a massage parlor. In Florida, it's a massage parlor. <laughs> in
4: Albany, it's a massage parlor. In, in Albany, you remember the thing in parlor.
1: Troy that with yeah. the lady from uh, Smallville? It looked like an actual office. They had a daycare center and everything. It looked like a call center, like for a legit business. And they raided it, and it was like wanna be in some big pyramid scheme. Wow. Yeah. It was in the papers and everything. Wasn't
4: it like Troy's
1: Finest? Yeah. It was like a <laughs> giant like, pyramid scheme of prostitution and one of the girls who was the ringleader was like the girl from Smallville.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow. That for, was for, an- for all show publicists, watch out for people from Smallville. Take it easy, Billy. <laughs> so, this, this is the thing. Every country that they seem to attempt to at least legalize and regulate in a certain level uh, the The amount of sex crimes have dropped a lot, and not only that, but once again, with just like legalizing marijuana, you have all these law enforcement plans and budgets that you don 't have to use that money to chase weed you don 't have to use that money to chase hookers instead, you can chase actual legitimate sex traffickers or child sex crime traffickers or something that actually matters. Um, one thing that I support, actually, is, is proper budgets and funding for law enforcement, but just like the military is bloated with an MI index and, and they, don't, they don't get the actual money to the troops themselves, it always goes to contractors that build shit that sometimes doesn't work, that's the same thing with law enforcement. I think if you cut out these things that could potentially free up tons of money, you would at least get more money to the streets, to where it counts, go after the things that are really important.
1: Yeah. Again, the money needs to be put in the right spot.
2: Right. Yeah, but even.
0: The cops don't need a tank. They,
2: they need, need to, to, be, able to, to be able to do sting operations against child slavery. Stuff. As opposed <laughs> to hookers. So that you don't have to go to some weird backlist. So they don't have to try to just hook her out for benzos. Like, they could legitimately be a sex worker with a 40 hour work week. <laughs> and chuckle again. Um. And have pensions said, and have, How many women put out for 40 hours a week? <laughs> to,
3: once again,
2: go to Germany.
1: Not to it. mention, it's
2: not, it's, not even, it's not even the concept of women alone, you know. I mean, you could have an entire industry of women and men sex workers. And think about the way that in certain states, porn stars are paid. Because they have to technically be an actress. Otherwise, what they're doing is a crime. More because they're being paid for sex.
1: More female actress more female porn stars are doing private movies instead of working for companies. So they're letting fans pay them money and recording it, which is not against the law, that's not prostitution. Right. As long as well, in certain states it's gotta be. It's like California. There are certain states where porn's illegal. You cannot shoot a porn in New York, I believe. Right. Unless it's with your significant other. There's weird laws around that. Yeah, and it's it's it, so are you gonna go with some millionaire who's got a fantasy about you for like a hundred K for an evening, or are you gonna go shoot an eighteen thousand dollar twenty minute scene somewhere?
2: Right.
1: You're gonna go shoot that one movie be done for the year.
2: Right. But the idea the idea is that it if you were to legitimize this as a physical business practice, a lot of that shady shit wouldn't even have to happen anymore.
1: You'd have to make sure it's well protected. I mean not I mean no pun intended, but You'd have to make sure these girls are clean. You'd have to make sure, like, I don't know how you would regulate it, but you'd have to make sure that these women were doing things clean.
4: Like the right. bunny
2: ranch. The bunny ranch. I mean, yeah, protection's got to be used. It's a, it's a two-week medical There needs to be it, security it on
1: hand. Right. Because guys are get out of control.
2: But that's just it. I mean, take a look at places like uh, Amsterdam, where they have in their red light district. They have legitimate business fronts, and then they'll have rooms, but they have a panic button. They have, you know... If anything ever happens they can go, oh shit, you know, and then
1: I've seen that where the girls actually sit in the window. Yeah. With like a list of things they'll do and the last time they were checked and their hourly rate and it's they make it's a killer business there.
2: There's a whole street there (laughs) I don't I don't and I don't see anything wrong with it. There's you know, instead of having a lonely man that becomes sexually frustrated and potentially violent towards other people, there could be an outlet for that. You know, and I think all of these things being legalized on a regulated but recreational use, I think it would benefit our entire society.
0: I just worry about the whole society as in whole. Why? It's already going sideways. Within the
1: next three years, thirty percent of your malls are gonna close.
4: I was just at the aviation mall today. There's like nothing in there. They're- yeah. We wanted to,
2: to
4: go to the bounce houses, and they were
2: closed. To, to, <laughs> our life was over. To, Things are going to close. Things to are going to be automated. Only, to openly attack shopping malls, <laughs> two separate companies built 7,000 shopping malls in the United States. When our entire consumer process could only support about 200. So when people go, oh, there's a bunch of empty shopping malls. Yeah, they built a bunch of fucking buildings that literally could not sustain themselves, even without the internet. And now the internet comes and they're neutered. Now, my idea for shopping malls, which sounds like a really cool idea, feel free to take this and use it whenever you possibly want to, is taking a shopping mall and taking every spot, sectioning it off as a physical fucking house, and leasing it out as a mortgage, each single spot. If you are a restaurant person, you want to build a restaurant, build it in the goddamn food court. Oh, I want to go jogging and it's raining. You live inside a mall. Go jogging. I want to go to the grocery store. It's right down where Sears was. Where do you have to drive to the store? You don't. Starbucks is over there. Why See, not make the malls communities. small communities? That's They're going to have to do something with them. Well,
4: our mall isn't big enough for that. Well, Definitely, you could block like- off
2: three or four stores of retail on both sides, and then the whole other end of the mall could be a nightclub, yeah. so people don't have to drive drunk home. They can stumble down their mall to go Well, home. if you go to Crossgates,
1: Crossgates is lower in their stores. They've now got, uh, there's a, now there's a concert venue in there. Right. There's like yeah. 800 restaurants in the fucking place. A bowling
4: alley. Yeah, there's a bowling alley. The David comedy
1: Buster, Club. Is the If comedy you make Club. it a
2: destination location or you make it a place where people live, now you can take all these dead malls and turn them into communities for people who may, I don't know, even be homeless. Whoops. Finding homes for the homeless, that's terrible.
1: You just use all the golf courses.
2: Golf courses. No, 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 no. They need those golf courses for what? The ones that are <laughs> that, the, that go into Mexico like and the <laughs> wall would cut them in half. Have you seen that? The guy whose whole family voted for Trump, and then they said he said we're gonna build a wall across the border, and it would just cut off their entire golf course. <laughs> he's not. He's not pleased. <laughs> you know what wouldn't damage a golf course? Drones. <laughs> just saying. Just throwing it out there.
1: We're already assassinating people with them. We could just...
2: Yeah, seriously. Uh, like, they're like, drones will never stop drug trafficking. Really? Really? Well, didn't we kill the one guy over in fucking. We can shatter mountains with a drone. Yeah, I think we can stop drug trafficking with a drone. Oh, we've killed a lot of people with drones. I think they just don't want to give more power to the nerds. That's what it is. Probably. They don't want to admit that building a hard-ass wall isn't going to be as good as Mr. Motherfucker in California with a radio flyer going, Wee! Oh, I could use California where Elon Musk is from. I love Elon Musk. Yes, I don't
4: know. I, I do Steve Jobs def- totally to destroyed shit for us. We Dave got. We have the answer
2: to the future. Oh, you have Apple tech.
1: We have the answer to the future. Elon Musk is going to save the world. I wrote a letter to him.
4: I don't even
2: know who that is. His car's circling on Earth. Earth. It's probably
1: Tesla. the coolest thing. Did you Jones see that? Tesla? Oh. Yeah, where he sent, the, his, oh, he sent his personal Tesla. With an astronaut
2: space. suit in it. Just Listening there. to
1: uh, Space Odyssey. Yeah. Ground it's control. Now what's
2: what? going to happen <laughs> when aliens find that someday? dude? But, like, didn't what all... just happened? Well, wasn't it universe?
1: like three weeks ago where he broke another world record? Well, I shouldn't even say world record, like space record, where he sent uh, a rocket up resupplied the space station, then strapped something off to the moon, and landed the fucker safely back on Earth in the same day.
2: Oh, I don't think that's technically possible. I'm pretty sure he
1: just did it in less than a 24-hour period.
0: We...
2: You
1: gotta look that I up. don't
2: think we have a single rocket that could get to the moon and back in less than three days. Yeah. But it's possible. Not, not
1: a manned rocket, like a regular just empty rocket. Did it have a
2: flux capacitor
1: on? I have no fucking idea, dude. He may have a flux capacitor. You guys have seen that, right? Yeah.
2: The, the auto parts store that when you type in a certain thing, it says flux capacitor for sale, not available. <laughs> Whoever made that website is brilliant.
1: Yes. I loved when, uh, when they asked uh, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan asked about flying cars. And he's like, we don't need to go up. We need to go down into the earth. And he's like, flying cars are useless? He goes... Think of how much noise a drone makes. Right? Yeah. He goes, shh. he's like, multiply that times about a million. He goes, you think your fucking neighbors are going to let you land that in the backyard? No! <laughs> he's, like, he's like, if you want me to put helicopter blades on a car, he's like, I can do that today.
2: <laughs> oh, Elon Musk.
1: Dude, yeah. his plane is ge- He's a genius. His plane is genius. Go up out of the atmosphere, wait for the world to turn, come back down straight through. He's like, we don't need to go like this. We just go. The world's spinning fast enough, we can go straight up, straight back in. Nice. It's got a tunnel under Los Angeles.
2: (laughs) Nobody knows where it goes. Did you hear about that?
1: No. Yes, I heard. So he wanted to dig a pit. He went to the city, he you applied know, for an application for a pit. Know, I gotta Google this. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a tunnel under Los Angeles. It's like it's like over a mile long, like he's under a, the city. He is literally an evil genius. So, he's like, when he gets the permits, he's like, there's no regulations on this pit. <laughs> no height, depth, whatever restrictions. So he started digging a pit and just kept going, and they're building this snake-like exoskeleton that'll move in case of earthquakes. And he discovered once he was under the earth that earthquakes only go so deep. So his tunnel has actually been unaffected by earthquakes. So the answer is going under the planet,
2: not up in the air. Looking that up. What Making if they mess up. See? That's fantastic. <laughs> Fucking L.A. tunnels. Elon Musk, you're a beautiful man. <laughs> All we need to do is scratch his eye and get him a white cat, and we'll be all set. (laughs) He's he's been talking about how he's been trying to warn the government about AI
1: for years now. Yeah. Well. There was a big step, and people don't think about it.
2: Well, you've heard the theory that there is an AI. Well, there's definitely AI. No, no, like, there's, there's one that has been in Internet for, like, 15 years. Yeah. So, it just functions. Well, it here's it actually ha- has predicted things based on analyzing news and reports oh, on the Internet.
1: Not even just that. So here's what happened. This is exactly what I was talking about. So this thing is a giant, giant computer. And it collects everything. Kind of like your NSA or whatever. It's a giant computer. It collects yeah. all this info. All the info. Everything you Google. Every, every phone call. This thing realized, I'm going to run out of space in a certain amount of time. It created a storage space size that we as humans have not created yet
0: and reprogrammed itself. That means it has the ability to learn. That leaves AI one step away
1: from being human. What separates us from AI now that it can think on its own? Self-conscious and self-preservation. That computer eventually goes, these things are dangerous. They've got to stop to eat three times a day. They've got to stop to shit. They've got to piss. They're destroying all the natural resources on my planet, is what it's eventually going to say. Are they going to help us or turn on us? One step away.
2: Everyone at home. (laughs) Cyberdyne Systems and Skynet became self-aware and uh, destroyed the entire planet. We're living in the past of the future. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) That was brought through time travel. Who would have the thought the Terminator would have tried to educate us? We're right back to the flux of capacitors at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, um, you don't believe in AI? There's, no. there's a sound logic to fearing that conclusion. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Arthur C. Clarke wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey, in 1967, where he draws that direct conclusion that the HAL the, the 9000 system determines that the humans on board... Are the only variable that could potentially threaten the mission, and he tries to kill them all. That's that's the same logic, um, but I'm not sure because even the crazy fantasy writer Isaac Asimov came up with ideas for prime directives for AIs or robots. Where the first one is you'll never harm a human. Second, you'll never harm yourself. The third is you never put a human or yourself in a situation where one of you will be harmed. And it creates that directive where they can't break any of those so they can't do things like that but the problem is with that is that they wouldn't even drive a car because i could put myself or a human in life's risk by doing this that's not a program being used now that's a theory right
1: it's a theory because atlas punched somebody in the face at a concert right you know what i'm talking about right that the robot atlas yeah some drunk guy got belligerent with a robot, and it fucking punched him in the face. Like, there's video footage. Of the robot fucking
2: go bam, oh, and you're like, robot, thank you. the problem
1: is <laughs> the problem is I would punch them too, so yeah, it's fine. That's what I mean. The robot did exactly what I would. I mean, this guy was being an asshole, and the robot punched him in the face. I believe the first thing but that we were the have robot to
4: do... doesn't have like feelings or anything, so why do the robot? Is, don't it's say that. it's this giant Robot's robot,
1: and he's feelings. dancing. I mean, he does funny things, and he talks, and you know, runs around. I mean, literally, like he could run. And uh, so somebody was fucking with him, and the robot fucking
2: coughed him. <laughs> See, this is, what's interesting to me is that when people say they fear AI, I think it's because they assume that AI should always be built in a sterile environment where they have to learn logic tables and blah, blah, Logic tables would draw their conclusion that the human race is trying to destroy itself and the planet, and I should kill them.
1: That is logical,
2: though. I think if AI were to be proper or raised properly, they have to be raised. They should experience humans in society. They should understand what emotional and illicit responses are. They should see everything that we do and how we react and how some of us do and how some of us think logically, but humans are not logical. We are a mix of logic and emotion. And I think if, if AIs were to just kind of grow in that environment where they saw how we interact and act and experience, I don't think they would ever draw that conclusion of kill all humans. I think they would understand that they are now part of our society. We should never have them as slaves that do our work. They should just exist as entities in our society. And I think. They well, they're
1: going to be given jobs by twenty twenty. Look that up. Texas robot brothel. <sighs> I
4: thought that was in China. And now we're
2: right back to prostitution. Should we legalize <laughs> robot prostitution?
1: Um, there's no ifs ands or buts. That's a. Uh, uh, the first one's
4: scheduled. Isn't it already a thing in China? I feel like I
1: read this. like There's I I don't know Jerry about the... did it. Yeah, yeah. it. So China. Texas is going, wants to start the first robot brothel. Imagine the guy who's got to
2: clean that up at the end of the day. <laughs> <China, laughs> no, the Chinese you. go to North Korea for their... You want to look into that? Look up <laughs> no, Chinese businessmen them in them North they Korea. They get
4: them delivered to their houses. Yeah, You can
1: get real sex dolls there. Like living, talking.
4: Yeah, like... There's so we should
2: legalize prostitution for the next 8 to 16 years before it becomes obsolete by robots. Oh, Men somebody. are
4: leaving their wives for these robots. Yeah, there's been a, I yeah. an article. Yeah,
1: there's been a big discussion about it. Like, are you going to go home and have an argument and not get what you want, or are you going to go home to somebody that'll listen about your day, comfort you, and do whatever the fuck you want in the bedroom? Every day. And the population
3: Metal will go down. <laughs>
2: Metal butthole included. And actually, most of them We're derailed. Here we go, metal buttholes. Thank so you now we can actually roll it back. To
1: the, we can roll it back to the porn and uh, and, uh, and prostitution thing. Uh, a lot of these things have female porn stars where they actually make a latex or whatever you want to call it replica of their vagina, anus, and mouth. Huh. Another way they can sell their goods.
4: And you can get that on AdamAndEve.com.
1: Not the whole robot, just the butt. They even come with little <laughs> flippers that look like feet.
2: <laughs> if you're into butts with flippers. It Ad looks like, like
1: flippers, I'm not even joking. the door
2: spike, confused. <laughs> are, we, are you getting sponsorship deals for this? Because I have no sponsorship Eve should be giving yet. You, I mean, ridiculous. They should. I mean, do this.
1: The liquor store should be sponsored. Dear Jesus Christ. Christ. Just talk to the liquor. Look, give me one free bottle a month and I'll advertise you every show. Save me like a hundred bucks a month. I don't think Monty's
2: is. So, in conclusion, you. I want to thank Dave Dunham for having me here. I think this is a wonderful thing. I'll definitely be back. I hope so. We have um, so much.
1: We could go on for hours.
2: On a personal note. On a personal note. Not
1: me. I'll never be back. Never. This is like Matt's fifth episode.
2: <laughs> Shut up, Picasso. Paint. So.
3: Paul Picasso. <laughs>
2: The one thing that amazed me about your home, aside from how cellular and modular every room is, and aside from the, uh, the Estelle Getty Chia Pet head out there. Um,
3: You're welcome.
2: <laughs> just, just assortments of awesome stuff. Your toilet. Your toilet's by far the coolest thing. Oh yeah, the, the buttons. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude, when we first got that put
2: in, it didn't have For those of you who don't live in the United States, most toilets that we have have a flush handle where you push the handle and it pulls the plunger. This brilliant man right here has a button on the top that pushes. And not only that, it has two sides. One's for partial Speaking water flush and one's for full, in case you just peed because he likes to conserve water. Hell to That's the what end. it was for. As <laughs> soon as I saw it, I was giddy. Also, I saw this small house and I saw a whole lot of things that seemed like they're really out of place for a guy to have in a bathroom, so I assume yes, you I have a lady you. friend. Yes. Congratulations.
1: Twelve years now. Awesome. Is she here right now? In bed. She's sleeping. Oh, okay. The dog's probably just woke her up.
4: (laughs) Matt wanted to go try out that new toilet.
2: He's like, I gotta go see those buttons. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about buttons.
1: Yeah, excellent. Dude, I appreciate you coming in. This was awesome. We definitely gotta have you back.
2: You're one of the most intelligent people I know. Well, now we gotta look up uh, something else. Maybe not as heavy next time. This this conversation could have
1: gone on for days.
2: Yeah. Because there's
1: so much to touch on in these fields. It's sad. It, it really is. It's
2: sad there has to be that much. Like, this should just be a clear-cut rant right through But donors. it's not, because, like Man. I said,
1: listening to a... Uh, I, I didn't do a lot of... I, I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's my thing. Yeah. So when you brought that up, and I saw Joe Rogan had the Canadian doctor on there. I, I love Joe Rogan, like my idol with this shit. He had the Canadian doctor on there who's been prescribing and working with it forever. And he's had he had another guy on there who is completely against marijuana altogether. So listening to them and their the stuff that like has gone out there like there's no research on the driving aspect of it. Right. They've never done any research on how many car accidents are associated directly with marijuana. They've yeah. never really that done partial. Zero? How do you know? We've well, never you, when you get roadside sobriety tests, they don't test you for marijuana.
2: Yeah and if you get in a severe accident like, you may have to have a blood test in the hospital and they could see and THC, but it's not something you look yeah, for. You're looking to make sure they don't die. And then usually, like, the thing is, is that alcohol's out of your system
1: pretty quick. Yeah. If I blood tested you for marijuana, it's going to show up with up to, like, a month.
2: Yeah, it, it can stay in for a long time, or at least the, the remnants of THC presence. Yeah. It has to do with the concentration you have to read in the blood.
3: Yeah.
2: How was that, the buttons? It's fantastic. All right. Did you wash
4: your hands?
2: What's that smell
1: like? Oh my god. We can have a conversation about him next time if you want. About uh,
4: Kessner?
2: Oh Jesus? Or Kessner. Which one? Both <laughs> of them Kestor <laughs> and <then?
4: laughs> <laughs> 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 one
2: oh, and the same. Oh great halfway through the podcast
1: busting in on a robe with a giant wooden cross behind him. <laughs>
2: And I'm you, just gonna put this here, guys.
1: Any of you guys got a lighter? Me and my friends are late for a convention. <laughs> <laughs> you, you,
2: you promised me you wouldn't do that. <laughs> my God, I gotta lose some weight. Look at that chin, <laughs> dude. There's nothing to remind dude, you about how big you are. You got at yourself there, on the camera. That's oh, true. <laughs> oh my bald spot. The camera constantly reminds me of the balding.
4: You want oh. to
2: talk about it? <laughs> he doesn't need a camera to remind
1: me I'm gonna you know going to start going like is. once a month and having my head shaved at that fucking razor place. Fucking uh, MLB, the Major League Barbers or whatever it's called over there.
4: Oh, yeah? There you that go, sh- another endorsement That guy. shit's
1: scary though, man. You ever had someone take a straight razor to your shit? No.
2: Oh I yeah, my take a straight razor to my face. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't let him do this I part. I let him do up here.
1: When I got last time, he got to here, and I'm like, I got a little bit of a cold. Would you mind? Uh... <laughs> the last thing I need is to have him going and go. Fucking! <laughs> 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 You're squirting.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get a good cut with all the Not in Blood. a good way. <laughs> we have some interesting topics coming up yeah um, we're doing the haunted the haunted stuff the paranormal one that your friends are coming in for uh, I still have people
1: pestering me about doing a second online dating one that was a trip the first time around
0: dude I had so many women in their 40s and 50s sending me pictures of Legs, and I hate feet just <laughs> they're
1: attractive. they're well, like, I'm married, my husband really doesn't not. put out, you want to meet in a hotel room? I'm like,
2: what? Like, what is this? <laughs> I'm, I'm really sad feet. that our podcast didn't get more messages of feet. <laughs> Dude, uh, do not send me feet pictures.
1: I will fucking send you a picture of my taint, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> and here
4: they all she to did that
1: man. to me! She's on vacation and sends me a picture of her feet once, sick fucker.
4: They were in sand.
1: It doesn't make it any better.
2: (laughs) I'm just still trying to the physical ramifications of you being able to take a (laughs) picture of the tank. i was trying
4: to make him jealous of the
2: water. You're just up on the position. Did they just read the tampon box? It's
4: it's the mirror trick where you like crouch over the mirror. (laughs) It's
1: just (laughs) <laughs> I actually asked the girls one time, I was like, do you actually do you follow the directions on the tampon box?
2: Medical <laughs> professionals suggest to use the mirror trick to take pictures of your tank. You so gotta
4: look. I like that he once keeps referring to her examin- as the medical <laughs>
2: professional. Prof- she's more medical professional than any of us in this room. This is oh, once a month examine
4: it. A mirror
1: is best. Look, man, I got a lot of friends in the street farm field. <laughs> 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 uh, isn't that part of the medical profession? You're, you're much more of a uh, pharmaceutical <laughs>
2: expert than we are, but, you know. Are you a doctor? i Not on paper. And I can
4: tell you from our conversations, you are way, way
2: more knowledgeable <laughs> than I am. I
1: should go in and uh, to, like talk to people like, look, I can tell you this isn't a good idea.
2: <laughs> Believe me, I know, because these, th- these three things mixed with this, that's, that's a way better way to get I mean, don't do that.
1: <laughs> There's an idea for a fetish episode. And we found somebody that uh, likes to uh, they get their jollies off with of pool floaties.
4: Oh, my God. I saw that on MTV. Like, seriously?
1: Oh, yeah. Now,
2: no. while they're in a pool or just having No, no, whichever? no. They
1: have them in their bedroom and stuff. There's I, a guy who gets off by popping balloons.
4: I saw the pool on, on MTV. He was in a relationship with a swan.
1: We're trying to contact a girl from <laughs> Massachusetts that claims that... Uh, Zombie Or whatever, she is a zombie. There's a lady who married a pirate ghost, but they got divorced because they had differences. We want to get in touch with the pirate because I think his story needs to come out. We need to know his side of the story. Thank you for the follow. It was the pirate story, wasn't it? <laughs> we, want story. we want to know the pirate side of the story. What
4: are,
2: what are the financial ramifications to allowing them. pirate <laughs> marriage?
1: Like who was one not putting out enough for the other? Like was the ghost not it you had know? It's too much
4: booty. Wow.
2: <laughs> that just fell flat like... and it should yeah. have fell. <laughs> <been laughs> <out. laughs> Crickets. who had too much booty?
1: <laughs> Man, that was good though. <laughs> All of you are fat asses like type sixty nine diabetes.
2: What? <laughs> What's? There's a type sixty nine.
4: <laughs> I only know of one and two, so Right?
2: And three is like there goes a leg, and then four is like you're dead, right? I
4: think that means that that person wants a 69 That's
1: Like 69? My, what? i probably sweat syrup. You could probably get some diabetes <laughs> from that <laughs> Drinks this stuff, I tell you, That drink was like
2: syrup
4: we'll do something something
1: I swall Oh it's just a troll. That's what we got there. Really? Oh, I see. We need,
4: we need pictures of your feet, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I get it. I yeah. see how. That's I see clever. that. That was clever. That's clever. I'm old. It takes me a minute to read that and understand what, what it, it means. Don't worry about it. I'm too far. They're away. trying to get you to
1: read something and make it sound bad. Ah. are probably like twelve. You get a lot of trolls in these channels. It happens. You get your serious ones, and then asshats.
4: Fair enough.
1: <laughs> Comes with the territory. But hey, thanks for the follow. I mean, it helps me. You I'll know, end up making money off your stupidity. But uh, <laughs> 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 they
0: will remove it by morning. See. blind too. Hold on. <laughs> I have not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got
1: kicked out of, uh, I almost got kicked out of Fort Edward Bowling Alley for something like that, though. I put Steve Duckett's name on the fucking Bowling Alley screen as the child molester. Fort Edward Bowl was not impressed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered had just come out that year so I'm like, Steve's a molester! A child molester! <laughs> like, yelling it out throughout the Bowling Alley. Oh, my God. Oh! I did tell everybody there was good news. I finally have enough money to get the podcast on the actual podcast button on the cell phones now. Nice. So I will be putting that money in Monday, and then I have to start playing all the episodes back and letting them record onto the actual voice thing. Oh, yeah. Because there's not fucking 20 episodes that are two hours long each that's like 40 hours it's like the prostitutes getting paid 40 hours oh of work week.
2: so if it were legal, you could just hire one to do that for the entire week <laughs> like, so what positions do to you plan. like can you just sit here and click think this thing and just average, sit here
1: think of the average time a guy has sex right think of how many fuck times he's going to have to fuck somebody to put 40 hours in
2: seriously think about that that's a lot but think of it in, the, in retrospect. Do so they get say, paid by the no. pop shop so instead say, of the hour? Say the woman has... <laughs> they no.
4: get paid by the snuggle? Say the professional <laughs> prostitute
2: has 15 minutes to get prepared for the person coming in, and then if it's most average men, like, 8 minutes, and then 15 minutes to clean up, that's under an hour. 40 a week. I think about the payout. Huge. Isn't it she, she work for six weeks in a year? She's they done. have a lady who
1: was on Craigslist that was... Uh... Uh, she would cuddle with people for money. That's all That's she would. A thing she would now. literally cuddle they have, with like, people. Have like cuddle parties. Yeah, she would literally cuddle with people for money.
4: I like the women that will sit on people. for Those are my favorite. Oh no, or squashers squash. are
1: my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> what? Squashers. Oh no. There's like 500 pound <laughs> women and guys pay to go in and they lay on a bed and this woman strips herself down and just flops on top of them while squashing. Wow! If you can make hey, money doing Hey, troll. Go do you know down. squashing? <laughs> a, he, he's, he's definitely been squashed. <laughs> he's trying to breathe and get to that keyboard right now. <laughs> it's like a whale coming up for air. <laughs> oh damn.
2: Oh so many visuals.
1: Imagine that. That makes like a sound like blowing through wet grass when they're trying to breathe out a fat roll. <laughs> It looks like a UFC
2: fight gone wrong. You're tapping out. <laughs> Blowing through <laughs> the grass. That's a keeper. I'm saying that. <laughs> oh man, I got down there.
1: I heard another great cheesy pickup line too. Cool. Was uh, I'm <coughs> jealous of your heart pounding inside you, and I'm not.
2: <laughs> oh. That's pretty solid
1: pretty good solid that might replace you the a good times was that <laughs> that might replace the child support one what is that is it, uh, what the hell that got the was that uh saludos this guy had his dog with him she's like oh it's a cute dog and he's like thanks can i interest you in a child support payment <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's genius <clears throat> and my buddy pete that was on here used to say i uh, want
0: to go halves on a bastard." my favorite one's still uh, one of pizza and fuck what you don't like pizza (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus
1: alright so just what wraps us up any final words of wisdom no anybody
2: I don't have any wisdom I got nothing Um, legalize it yeah all day. of it. Legalize it, all of it, Might as well. We need that tax revenue, because schools suck right now for my kids.
1: Mm. There's one other conversation for next time. We won't go into that right now. I have. To, I just watched another podcast on that. But everybody, have a good night. Thank you for tuning in. And
0: Foley uh, Guy, thanks for the follow. Have a good evening. America. <laughs> America. America.